This is ESPN Radio. Good Tuesday morning to you and yours out there. You got Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman on the AM Fang on the mighty ESPN Radio. Thanks for joining us on the ESPN app, Series X and Channel 80. And don't forget about us on ESPNU and ESPN2 presented by Progressive Insurance. Brother Jay, Will, what's going on, man? What's popping, Brother Freddie? Everything's popping good, what's man. What's going on, Hot Sauce? Everything's going into the final unofficial weekend of summer when it yes, comes it to Labor is. Day weekend. Yeah, you know? well, we got some big college football games coming up this weekend. Uh, yes, we do. Yes, we yes, do. Start on Thursday with Florida versus number 14, Utah, and it goes from there. Got the NFL season on its way. Nine days away. A lot That's of right. new shows debuting over the last couple of days. Seven keeping, days from now. I've been keeping my eyes on a lot of new things popping up uh-huh. here and there. I know you got something to say. Oh, no, 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 no. It's no? just... It's, it's, it's a lot of love, though. It's a I lot know of it love. is. I didn't doubt that at all. I'm seeing my, my boy Keith thrive in a new situation. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? We got Chris Canty coming up here. Yes. We got uh-huh. a lot of good stuff popping yes, off, Freddie. Yes, we do. You and Harry Douglas, you yeah. know what I mean? Yes, we, yes, we do. Going. It, it's, it's going. It's going. We, we do the best we can well, that we got. How's that We got a lot. <laughs> we got a lot, Freddie. <laughs> we all we got. This we all like we need. <laughs> with what we got, like we got bare minimum. We got a surplus here. Yes, we do. Yes, we do. And that includes you yeah. as, a, as part of that surplus. Especially I'm today. I'm here, <laughs> They about to get all of me today. I, when do we not get all you? <laughs> that That's is what accurate. I want to know. Pause, Allen Gates. Stop looking at me that way. You I mean, know what seriously. I mean? Nuno, Nuno. Hey, yo! Hey! <laughs> hey, yo, got started early. Why are you watching the Angola game? Don't worry about me. <laughs> why are you watching Angola about to lose by 100? Just strong. You know what I mean? Why Start you, off the day strong. Why you lose, Why are you watching Angola about to lose by 600 to the Dominican Republic in FIBA? The, I need to know what the, the final is. What, why exactly. you, why are you spread? waging on FIBA basketball involving Angola? That's it's like a I, sucker's bet. Why we, not? That's a sucker's bet, man. And that that sucker. means that's easy money. You got to dig into the matrix Re- and see when it's a sucker's bet. bet that's remember, the way to get money. Remember, this is Alan Yates. Sometimes he thinks it's a sucker's bet, and he winds up being the sucker. But he's like Zach Galifianakis, like on like one of those really old is. school movies. Like he just sees the algorithm. You know what I mean? He sees it before it even occurs. You got to plug into the system, man. A beautiful Alan Yates mind. That's you what you're telling saying? me. You got to take that red pill, baby. <laughs> take that red pill. It's a different scene. <laughs> Can I get the purple one? <laughs> <laughs> Let, Let me blend them together. Yeah. Let me what blend the these worlds what, out here. What, what, one of the best bests has ever happened here, and I, Steve Cock, when he hears about this, is going to kill me. When he was working behind the scenes when I first started here at ESPN Radio, it was like the second year I was here, and he comes to me, hey, Freddie, you know, um, what, do you th- what do you know about Navy football? I said, that's a pretty random question to ask me on a Saturday morning. That's a better question. I didn't know that at the mm-hmm. time, I, but I found out. I go, well, you know, Navy runs the football. You know, do they score a lot? I said, okay, where are we going with this? Then it finally dawned on me because Navy was playing UConn that day. And I said, how much did you bet? He goes, kind of bet the rent money and the over-under. I said, what's the over-under? He goes, well, it's 70. I said, oh, UConn plays no defense. You'll be fine. You want to see a man sweat did it like a zero bar midway through the second quarter when that game was slow through a crawl and Navy was taking their time and he's like, 88 play, 88-yard drives, taking like 15 minutes off the clock. But then all of a sudden, defense just disappeared, and they were just up and down the field, both of these teams. Final score was like 63-42, to 42, so he cleared the okay, over. Okay, so he hit the over. Okay. So he cleared, but you want to see a man sweat like a zero bar? That was Steve Coughlin midway through the second quarter. Alan Yates gets like that sometimes. He starts sweating like a rollo bar. 
when uh, it comes to him. Uh, yeah, he does. Uh, yeah, I've been around him. Yeah, he does. It depends, it depends. on yeah. the ticket, man. If yeah. I need yeah. two yards uh-huh. I've from seen a, you. a random Falcons receiver. I've seen you. he fumbles <laughs> the ball. Exactly. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's the problem. Exactly. Out of seven grand, yeah, I'm going to feel a little bit, you know. <laughs> but you hit the parlay so hard, though. Like, that, that's, that's that your thing, true. man. That is true. Very man, true. Look, Jimmy Graham is back in the NFL this year. He uh-huh. uh, once won me a very, very, very lucrative bet. In okay. Playoff game. Against All right, Drew Brees's. Okay, hey, Excuse Calvin Brees won me a lot of money. Now, hey, hey, you can dig into that with what you want. You're saying he's won me a lot of money. Yes, he has. Like Good friend of mine. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yes, he has. He's had his issues with that money situation. Like he hasn't had his issues. <laughs> he's had his he's issues. Fine. He's fine now, but he's before fine. he wasn't fine. He wasn't. He was okay. Whatever, like that. Speaking of trying to be fine when it comes to things in Dallas, a lot of people believe that the Dallas Cowboys owed Dak Prescott got a heads up when they traded for Trey Lance on Friday. As a matter of fact, Mark McCarthy, Cowboys head coach, well, I don't know if he bets in a game or two or plays a parlor like Alan Yates. He talked about his involvement about the Trey Lance trade and why a lot of people did not know about it if you were, if your last name was not Jones. Yeah, I, I don't know. Um, obviously, I don't, I'm not exactly sure what you're talking about, but I, I think like any of these things, um, you know, the involvement you know, during the week when, um, when um, I'm trying to put the days together um but yeah i was involved in the evaluation and um but you know the actual business component of it that that is i am not involved in it yeah we could tell wait, based on wait, that wait, wait, wait. <laughs> let me put the days together um pretty much that's like what we say back in the streets like what had happened was uh yes. i i i, I kind of knew but i didn't know because i really didn't know I didn't know, but I can't like, tell you what I Mike, don't know. You're hitting me with uh, with one hell of a word salad, man. Just put some olives, put some tomatoes, just put the whole ordeal in there. Look, I, I mean, yesterday when this whole thing was breaking down, Freddie, I just sat there and say, okay, cool. Like, right. Dak Prescott is not Jerry Jones's guy. Like, he's not his guy. You don't believe that? No, I don't. I okay. I, I believe they're in a relationship in which he likes Dak. Okay. He doesn't love Dak though. Okay. Right, like, So let me tell you what happens when somebody loves you. My freshman year of college, McDonald's National Player of the Year. I get it. The juxtaposition, college, the da- the Dallas Cowboys. Well, essentially, I played for the Dallas Cowboys of college basketball. You really did. Okay? Absolutely. Duke University. That's completely so, 100% fair. Yeah, but minus we had uh, – Coach K was more like the Jerry Jones, Mike, Mike McCarthy combined. Okay? Like the GM and coach – to Next the, level. To the, to the 100th okay. power. But let me tell you how Unless Coach K treated Carolina, the situation. North Carolina State fan. Agreed. So let me tell you how Coach K treated the situation. McDonald's National Player of the Year, myself. Freshman year, have a rocky freshman year. Similar to, don't have the same body of work that Dak has had, uh-huh. right? But let, let's equate last year to my freshman year that Dak had, that I had. All right, average like 14 and a half points, six and a half assists, damn near five turnovers. Wasn't great wasn't what I panned out to be as a McDonald's National Player of the Year. Yeah. Going into that offseason, you know what he did? He brought in Chris Duhon, another National Player of the Year at the same damn position, Freddie. Mm -hmm. But you know what he did to me? He said, look, we're recruiting Chris Duhon, another point guard. I think there's a way that you guys can play together. Okay. It's going to be your spot until it's not your spot, Jay. You have to go and take it. Go and earn it. If now, you, you guys can play together, but if you can't play together, we're going to have to make a decision. Okay. was so upfront with me about the situation right. that I knew what I was walking into. Chris Duhon, 
knew what he was walking into. Right. Now, we battled each and every day. Mm-hmm. Turns out we end up playing together and me winning national player of the year, my sophomore year, us winning a chip, and we were the backcourt of the future, right? Like, same, like, similar to like Johnny Dawkins and Tommy Amherst. Right, exactly. But it was the courtesy call. It was the benefit of the doubt. Hey, here's what the situation was. Because Coach K, I felt like truly in college, and all I hear about from all these other athletes is how sensitive the quarterback is, the, the fragility around the quarterback position, how they need to know their surroundings. So, right. uh, once okay. again, Tom Brady didn't really get a courtesy call when they when they got their guy in. Jimmy right? Garoppolo Jimmy, in the Jimmy second G. round. Yeah, they didn't they didn't ask him at that at all. When Aaron Rodgers didn't really get a courtesy call with Jordan Love. How did that pan out? He didn't get a call at all. Okay, so like <laughs> think about those relationships. Okay, the sensitivity level of those relationships. Right, and all of a sudden now we get to this situation with Trey Lance and Jerry and Jerry Jones. Uh huh. So I'm looking at Dak saying, okay. Without getting without getting a courtesy call, you okay. know what time it is. Right, you already okay. know what time it is. All right, I, my head coach didn't know about this decision, which lets me know, like, okay, like my leash isn't that long. Okay, okay. we got to go out and win it. If we don't win it, then I understand what situation it is. Here's where I'll push back a little bit. By the Jay Williams, Freddie Coleman, thanks for joining us on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN Two this morning. Here's where I'll push back on you a little bit because you make a very fair point. the The bottom line is. If you're a real man, you can't be afraid of competition. If can't you run get, away from it. Right. If you are some sort of way, if you're Dak Prescott, if you're worried about they brought in Trey Lance to take my job, then you know it, you're right. He's not the Cowboys quarterback. Jerry Jones does not believe in him, whether it's this year, 2023, or 2024, when he can opt out or the Cowboys don't have to resign him. If Dak Prescott's going to feel some sort of way by a guy who proved that he could not play, when the San Francisco 49ers traded three first-round picks from gave him all the meats and cheeses he needed. And then after they said, oh, man, he can't play. We got to move on from him. If you're afraid of that kind of competition, if you're Dak Prescott, then you're going to justify everything you just said. The difference is with what you went through at Duke and what the Cowboys are, quote-unquote, doing with Dak Prescott is that Mike, Coach Krzyzewski, Coach K, was never a desperate man. He never put a sense of desperation on you guys. Now, if you felt that way, that was a you problem. It was not going to be a Coach K problem. He's going to make sure I'm going to do what's best for this program. Hey, Jay Will. agree. I love you, but I got to think about what's going to be best for this program. I'm not going to pass up a chance to go get a Chris Duhon. The difference between Chris Duhon and Trey Lance, you knew Chris Duhon can play. We don't know if Trey Lance can play. Oh, I think Trey Lance can play. Well, so far in the three years he's been in the NFL, we haven't seen okay, it. But he's been injured. He's he ran up injured. the middle. Yeah, Kyle he, Shanahan always talked about not running his exactly. quarterbacks up the middle. He, he ran him up the middle. Exactly. He but, got punished. But he, I hear you. All that's fair. But, but the pocket is still empty because, to your point, we don't know because we haven't seen him be able to do it. He has not proven he can do it. He hasn't. Let's call it as it is. And the San but, Francisco 49ers are not going to wait, but the Cowboys say, we'll bring him in and we're going to make our quarterback room better. Desperate organizations do that when they have won a, a championship. Duke's not a desperate program. Yeah, but, I, but I, didn't, I didn't say the analogy or the comparison was apples to apples, right? Like, no, I, I know you I, I'm, I'm just, just saying, saying for yeah, me. No, of course. But first off, I do think Trey Lance is talented. I do think that Trey Lance, I mean, look, how did Dak get the job? When Tony Romo got injured. They're, okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there, there's a lot of quarterbacks who've gotten jobs when the other quarterback has gotten injured yeah, if Ka- they're ready. Colin Kaepernick and Alex Smith in San Francisco. I, exactly the same thing, right? So all I'm saying is that Trey Lance is talented. I'm not stating at all that Dak is scared. Dak said the right thing. He embraced him. We're welcoming him in Trey Lance. All I'm saying is in your mind, Dak, this is your cue. And and for some players, I don't 
I want this to happen for Dak. Okay. There is a part of me that has a little bit of blank you to me. When I feel like I'm getting slighted, oh, blank you. Okay, cool. I want Dak to develop that mean streak a little Because in order for some players, and I, I do believe this with Dak, you have to find a way. For me, it was anger. Anger got me over the hump. Right. I feel like Dak is always so cool, calm, and collective. Okay. I want to see him tap into a little bit of that anger Channel that towards Jerry Jones. Let that play come out and develop. Because I, I believe this is a test from Jerry in a way. Just There's to no see how Dak handles it. Well, if to any, see how yeah, Mike McCarthy yeah, handles yeah, it. Yeah, to me, it's probably more along the lines of Stephen Jones. Because I personally believe Stephen Jones is making these decisions. And Jerry Jones put himself out there because of the rest of the organization. But I'm not saying you're wrong about that because if that's what it takes and you're the Cowboys because you're sick and tired of hearing Freddie Coleman say you haven't won a championship since gas was free in this country. You're going to do those kind of things to motivate the guy you need to be better than what he's been in the playoffs. But by the way, I'm not doing it because Freddie Coleman or these random people online are killing me. I'm doing it because I want to win a damn championship, and that's all that matters to me each and every year. I'm not talking about Dak Prescott. I'm talking about his owner. I understand. Yeah, I'm not talking about Dak Prescott. I'm talking about Jerry Jones because I want to win. He, yeah. I want to win. But Jerry, now. Jerry, Jerry different. I, I, I like things. people who are built different. I don't mind different, but sometimes different, different is not good different when it but comes to Jerry way, Jones. You know, I, I, I love – I love the psychology behind the mental Jedi mind tricks. Look at you. I love it. You with Mandalorian on me. Because now I want to see who you are, Dak. I want to see who you are. Show me. Okay. We'll see. Because yeah. it's always a tricky situation in Dallas. Weighing anytime you want a triple eight, say ESPN, 888-729-3776. With the real Jay Wentz, I'm the supposed real Freddie Cohen. Thanks for joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN2. And Jay's going to tell you exactly what has to happen for the 49ers by trading away Trey Lance and their future. That's next. It's demon time on Prize Picks, where you can now win up to 100 times your money. That's right, 100, 100 times, times your money. money. With as little as four correct picks, you can turn $10 into $1,000. Demons and goblins are the newest and most exciting way to play at Prize Picks. Squares marked with red demons or green goblins get you different payouts. And as always, Prize Picks is really simple to play. You can make your picks and submit your entry in less than 60 seconds. They even offer injury insurance so that your entries stay in play even if one of your players gets injured. Quick withdrawals, easy gameplay, and an enormous selection of players and stats types are what make prize picks the number one daily fantasy sports app go to prizepicks.com morning and use code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 that's prizepicks.com morning code morning for a first deposit match up to 100 prize picks pick more pick less it's that easy this show is sponsored by BetterHelp. a lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time so what's the first thing you do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go visit your parents, hang out with friends and catch a movie? They're all solid options, but what about devoting time to yourself? Maybe taking up a personal hobby you've put off. With everything in your life that you handle, work, picking the kids up from school, running errands, you never really get enough me time. The best way to squeeze that time into your schedule is to first understand your own personal value and then make yourself a priority. Therapy can help you find what matters to you so you can do more of it. Prioritizing mental health is an important part of my life. Let BetterHelp empower you to be the best version of yourself and guide you along the journey of becoming a better you. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online 
and designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. All you have to do is fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist. You can even switch therapists at any time for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com slash unsportsmanlike today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash unsportsmanlike. This is ESPN Radio. Yo, real talk. If y'all could, if you guys could have heard the way our producer Nonito, wow, just handled this last caller. Are you calling it in? out on the pretty love hate machine uh, that is Nuno? Oh, it was so good. Is that what you're doing? Because because sometimes if you catch Nonito at the wrong time in the morning, uh-huh. like there's a savage that comes out of him, and there he doesn't really look is. that way. You know what I mean? Like if you were yes. to see Nonito like walking down the street, like oh man, this dude is nice. He's approachable, mm. and then there's like the Nunito that just brings out a machete of his back pocket. You're like, damn, what? Why'd you go all Carlito on me, Carlito's way? You know what I mean? He just punished this, this caller. He was like, "Yo, if you want to call in with a more clarity on what you're going to say, call uh, back, please." Right. He he was polite, but he was also savagely polite. That's what I'm saying. If that if that if that's a term, it's, I love that Nuno. Listen, I try, but there's a process, right? You guys yes, call in. Yeah. Let me know what you want to. You know, say on air, uh-huh. and it's kind of like it's not that difficult, and the, and it's just sometimes see, certain people see, savagely. And I, know why. And I know it's early in the morning, and maybe see? a rough night. See? Like, and I know you might be a little nervous because you want to talk to Jay and Freddie, uh-huh. but like, just it's clear. You just you're, get your thoughts. You're, you're like at the beginning of Mass Appeal by Gangstar by Guru. That's you right now. Comes in nice and savagely polite, but he's just killing you softly. That's what I'm saying. So look. A, a, a little advice to callers. Call it. Have your statement line ready. Uh-huh. Call in with your headline, right? Like, that's what media is. Get your thesis Lead statement. with your thesis statement. Yeah. And then let it breathe for a second. Uh-huh. See if Nunito likes it, which uh-huh. he's going to like any strong commentary that you have calling in. Yes, exactly. And then let the rest take care of itself. Instead, you get savagely dismissed by the pretty love hate machine that is Nuno. Don't call in with the Mike McCarthy word salad. You know, like, don't call in with that. I don't want the olives. I don't want the, the onions. The onions. I don't want that. <laughs> I don't want the tomatoes. I mean, just tell me what the like the just tell me what the meat and the potatoes of the salad are if that uh-huh. even makes sense. Okay. Well, either way, Triple H say ESPN 888-729-3776. How Nuno handles you will be on you. We're just warning you in advance because he can be savagely polite when it comes to that. Speaking of being savagely polite, you did that really, really well when it comes to your whole thing you went through with Chris Duhon and Duke and being tied together, winning a championship. For my money, these two teams this year and next year, the Cowboys and 49ers, because of this trade, are tied together because what is this going to look like? Whether Trey Lance gets on the football field with the Dallas Cowboys mm-hmm. or the San Francisco 49ers saying, we're going with Brock Purdy, and we believe that guy going forward is going to be our guy until, to use your term, he isn't. So uh, I, I want to give you one more data point that I pulled away right. from yesterday. Okay, bring okay? it to me now. Come because on we, now. we've been talking about this now for a while with the mismanagement of games for Mike McCarthy sure. and how coming into this season – it's been a pretty widely known statement about him saying, Kellen Moore is no longer with us. He's with the Chargers. I am taking on play calling responsibilities, right? Jerry Jones like, okay, that's what you want to do. Even though you could tell it hurt Jerry Jones to lose Kellen Moore 
because he's been in bed with Kellen Moore for a while, right? Like, there's been a lot of talk around, will Kellen Moore take the reins of this team? Even though Dan Quinn has been there turning down jobs, yeah. elevating his salary over the last several years he's just as a D.C. Like, the head coach in waiting, essentially. Essentially. But when this happened, and we heard Mike McCarthy's word salad, how mind-boggling is that? How much on notice is Mike McCarthy? Like, and I, I think about this triangle of communication, right? You hear all these great coaches, GMs, owners talk about it. You have the owner at the top of the triangle. You have the head coach down at the lower left corner. Okay. You have the quarterback, if we're talking about the NFL, in the right corner. Think about, like, the way the channels of communication, they always go down, okay. right? You talk about owner to head coach to quarterback, and then you have the channel down at the bottom, which is your foundation sure. between your head coach and your quarterback. I get it. Think about how those two channels, right, those two lines going down on the triangle have been cut off here. You have both your head coach and your quarterback that did not know about this move being made for Trey Lance. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing for the quarterback because the fragility of the quarterback is a really big thing in the NFL. It's an even bigger statement for Jerry Jones with his head coach. Imagine you being the head coach and your personnel is changing on your roster and you had no say in it. Does that put you on notice, Freddie? Does that put you on notice by saying, okay, look, this is happening. Once again, not only a courtesy call to your quarterback, you didn't get a courtesy call to your head coach. Your head coach who is taking on play calling responsibilities. You just gave him a new weapon in case Dak Prescott goes down right. with no heads up. Yeah. What does that say about that relationship? Well, Where is that relationship? Well, the flip it on the other side, check out what Kyle Shanahan, 49ers head coach, had to say about Trey Lance's time and how he would disca- describe it, excuse me, in terms of success, failure, whatever that was. We took our shot and it didn't work out. I mean, that's on us for that. I'm not going to say anything as in failure. I mean, that'd be too much of a negative towards Trey. I get our deal. We, we took a shot to go for that. We were hoping that he could be our guy, and that didn't work out. The 49ers communicated with Trey Lance. You know what? You're going to be QB3. We understand that's going to be a problem. You lost your spot to Sam You Darnold. lost your spot to Sam Darnold. We still believe in you, just not right now. And how do you feel about that? And he let it be known, okay, I want to have a fresh start somewhere else. And San Francisco said, done, we'll accommodate you. And they found a willing partner in the Dallas Cowboys. They communicate every step of the way to Trey Lance, to Sam Darnold, to Brock Purdy. When it comes to John Lister, general manager, and Kyle Shanahan, the head coach, they didn't leave anybody in the dark. To flip it to your point about the Dallas Cowboys, any decision Jerry Jones makes, he's not telling anybody not named Jones and his family. Steven knew about this. Will McClay, who's in charge of personnel, they knew about it. But they were like, look, we're going to do this, and if Dak Prescott doesn't like it, if Mike McCarthy doesn't like it, we'll handle it or be handled. That's to your point. That communication, it wasn't a communication breakdown. It was not wanting to communicate because they believe in power. They don't want anybody to have any belief that they can have that same line of power yeah, that Jerry I, I, Jones has. And he's going to do what he wants because he's done it that way. They haven't won a championship in 1996, but he's always done it that way. But see, I... <laughs> That power dynamic is different strokes for different folks. I know Tony Romo pretty well. Okay, Tony Romo had a, a pretty incredible relationship with Jerry Jones where a lot of things were discussed. Okay, I know Jason Garrett pretty well. Jason Garrett's came down a lot of Duke games. Jason Garrett had a relationship with Jerry Jones in which he knew what was happening a lot of the times. All the time. Even if he didn't like it. Got so it. that's why I led this whole show. With he likes Dak Prescott, but he, he likes Mike, like Mike McCarthy. Like he doesn't love them like that. He loved Jason Garrett. 
He loved Tony Romo. They are his guys until they're not his guys anymore. It's a different dynamic of a relationship. And by the way, he's given them opportunities. Yes, he has. But are they really his guys then? That's what I'm saying. They're not, okay, they're not his guys then. Were they ever his guys? Maybe they would never were. I mean, you're always somebody's. You can prove to be somebody's guy if you go out and you take it. Mm-hmm. If you go take it from the mantle. Okay. I can become your guy, Freddie. Yeah. If I go out, if I get you chips, well, I'll become your guy really There's quickly. There's no doubt. Yeah. If I get you to NFC Championship games, I'll become your guy really quickly. I win MVP. I'll become your guy very quickly. It's easy to get behind those locomotive trains when they're running full head. Sure. And they're full successful. Steam. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, winning is the great sanitizer. But, but margin? Like, you being marginal? Uh, I don't know. You have to really be my guy for you to be marginal for me to love you. Okay. That's completely fair. By the way, weighing on this at triple eight say ESPN, eight 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 seven two nine three seven seven six. We will take your calls on the futures of the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers. Now the 49ers traded Trey Lance and that's feeling some sort of way with Dak Prescott. And the 49ers believing they can move on and win a Super Bowl without him. And as a matter of fact, when it comes to that, is Brock Purdy really that guy that can do that for the 49ers in 2023? Dak and these guys can still win it, Freddie. He but just want to- he just wanna be Jerry Jones and somebody, somebody. There you go. Support for this podcast and the following message comes from Wise, the account that helps you manage your money all around the world. Dining in dollars, doing business and bot, wherever life takes you, the Wise account helps you send, spend, and receive in different currencies fast. Wise is the easy way to connect all of your finances internationally. Buying that dream property in Portugal? Done. Freelancing in France? No problem. Sending money back to mom? Simple. All without hidden fees or exchange rate markups. Minimum fees, maximum ease, full speed. Join 16 million customers and learn how the Wise account could work for you by downloading the app or visiting wise.com slash unsportsmanlike. For the ones who get it done, Granger offers high-quality supplies and solutions for every industry, as well as access to product specialists who have the knowledge and experience to answer your toughest questions. Plus, their commitment to being your safety partner can help you keep your facility safe and your people safer. Call, click Granger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. This is ESPN Radio. That, that was almost Cardi B-esque. Yeah. But she just did. Oh, I got it. <laughs> I know you do. He always has it. He is the real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Thanks for joining us this morning. Presented by Progressive Insurance on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app. Sirius XM Channel 80. Don't forget about us on ESPN2 and ESPNU. In five minutes, give or take a lie to him. We're going to ask Jay Will, what if Brock Purdy's not the guy? And how many quarterbacks are really better than him in the NFC, even though he may be on the best team in the NFC? We'll get Jay Williams' thoughts on that in about a couple of minutes. But John Endurance wants to win on Trey Lance being traded to the Dallas Cowboys and the 49ers and what that means for both of these teams at 888-729-3776. John from Durham, North Carolina, what you got, my friend? Bull City, what's going on, hey. baby? What's going on, Jay? Hey, what's going on, Freddie? Freddie, looking forward to your show. Jay, God bless you, brother. Followed your career. Appreciate you. I'm going to be real quick because I like what Nunu said. We got to be ready to just say what we got to say. Jack better be worried about the guy that kept him alive above ground, above water last year because Trey may not even see the field if Rush gets in there and plays well. That's what I got to say, y'all. Have a blessed day. You too, my man. Wow, he brought it. Mm. He, he took your advice. At the Nuno was savagely put. Yeah, he, he got right to it. Short and to the point. From Bull City, as you called him. From doing North Carolina. I don't know, man. The upside portray, though. I, 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 I hear what he's saying. Mm-hmm. But in, in that moment, I mean, it, Trey has the skill set to be special. Did it pan out right. 
And did it pan out in San Francisco? No, because San Francisco is trying to win now. And I know Dallas is trying to win now also. Absolutely. But it just feels like sometimes getting a fresh start. Um, I hope so. It, it can change. It can change your purview on things, man. Yeah, and especially now. Trey Lance could be the one of the more motivated people to prove to the San Francisco 49ers. Like, dude, you shouldn't, dude, you shouldn't have given up on me. You traded three first round picks for me. Now you just toss me aside because Purdy, Brock Purdy, was that good? That terrific last year for the San Francisco 49ers. He has definitely got that motivational carrot right in front of him to say, you know what, y'all, I'm going to make you. Mm. Pay for doing this. But I, I do believe that Trey Lance has the talent to be a starter in the NFL. There's no doubt about it, right? Yeah, th- but at the same time, though, Freddie, I don't believe that Dak Prescott's job is at jeopardy. I don't. Both of those things are true. Exactly. I, I, this is Dak's team. I think Dak will move forward. I mean, even two years from now, what, are you going to take $36 million on dead cap money? I mean, with this contract, right? Like, that. they're not yeah. going to do that. So and this is about, hey, th- is this the right situation for Trey Lance to continue to prepare to be that next quarterback mm-hmm. for the Cowboys if Dak doesn't prove to be that guy. Or he can time. or he can audition. audition. Yeah. And Showcase somebody that else, somewhere else. And then exactly. you can get something in value for him after giving up a fourth round pick in twenty twenty four when it comes to Trey Lance. That is a very fair point. Sean in Memphis, brother, what you got to say, my friend? Yeah, so 49ers, Cowboys, that's all great and dandy and everything. Uh, are my Bears going to sweep the Vikings this year? That's all I care about. <laughs> <laughs> well, you got a quarterback that if that guy was in San Francisco, Justin Fields, we're having a whole different conversation about that football. They team. got some pieces. I, I mean, like, we've had so many people, Dave Kaplan on our show from ESPN 1000 Chicago, uh, who, who is so good talking about the Bears and the Bulls all the time. Look, I, I think if the Bears can get to seven wins, mm-hmm. seven, eight, that's a hell that's of a season. That's a hell of a season. You're right. It's a hell of a season. I mean, they they've had those those battles between Minnesota too. Getting them at home, I think is feasible. Um, Got to play so, defense in Chicago though. That's the thing. Yeah, I I still don't know. I mean, I still think Minnesota is the team. Yeah. in that division. I think Detroit wins it, but it's going to be close between them and Detroit. Yeah, because everybody thinks that Minnesota's going to go from thirteen and four to like seven and ten, and that's not that's happening. Not going to happen. Yeah, there's still enough talent there. They got the best wide receiver in the game in Justin Jefferson. Whether you like it or not, Kirk Cousins can play a little bit. We've seen that. Not in big moments, of course, and also not in Sunday Night Football. Losing Dalvin Cook hurts. Oh, absolutely. Hurts. Because, I mean, they can say all they want. They didn't want to pay that guy. That guy helped Justin Jefferson as much as Justin Jefferson helped him and Kirk Cousins. Multiple thousand-yard rushing seasons. I mean, that yeah. day was just a, mm-hmm. those guys don't, a tank. Those guys don't grow on trees. You had them. You decided to cut down the tree. Like, I know we're devaluing the running back, but let's just Not say, me and you. Not like that. <laughs> yeah. Not like that. Yeah. Especially, you, by the way, when you get in the red zone, making things happen like that. He can do that catching and That's running the football. That's what I'm saying. I'm not saying. We're just saying. One last one from John in Florida. John in Florida, what you got, my friend? John, are you there? Johnny, yep. hello. Can you hear me? Yeah, yeah we, we got, got you, you now. All right, Jay, you're looking good with that sweatshirt, bro. Oh, I like that hoodie. Baby. Okay. Yeah, Listen, I just got a couple quick points. Thanks, Nuno, for putting me on. I appreciate it. Um, first off, as far as Purdy goes, man, that, that kid's got heart. That kid's got heart. I'm just worried about him getting hurt again. And it's a new offensive coordinator. I don't know. I don't know about that. I don't know. I think he's got heart. I think he can go places. He's just got to stay healthy. As far as um, Trey Lance, it was a good move. And I think Jerry Jones is kind of like pushing Dak to like step up. Like, bro, there's pressure on you now. Like, you need to do something. Get it done. And I'm not a Cowboys fan by any means. So, John, <laughs> I'm with you, right? Like for, for a fourth round pick, I mean, okay, like uh, that, that's 
That's easy. Let, let's do that for a talented young player. Mm-hmm. Let's bring him on the roster. Let's see if we can cultivate him the right way. And you know what that fourth-round pick's going to work out anyway. Exactly. I fear the known to leave the unknown alone. It, it, there is one thing that keeps coming back to me. Okay. Because obviously what the sign that I've seen from the 49ers over their tenure with Kyle Shanahan is as much as I like Jimmy G, as much as I like Brock Purdy, as much as I like Trey Lance or like the thought of what Sam Darnold could be from watching his career going the complete opposite way with the Jets and Adam Gase and everything that happened in New York with that situation, is it's the system that mm-hmm. continues to propel this team Absolutely. to keep them in the championship eyeline, right? Yeah. Eyesight right. eyeline. That's right. right. right? So work. it's like regardless of the quarterback, this system is getting them so close that it makes me wonder, okay. hot sauce, okay. like what would that system look like if it were supercharged with Justin Fields? Well, like, I, It constantly I, makes me wonder, okay, like you made all those moves, and I get it, you're going to get a pass okay. because the system continues to keep you elevated in that higher echelon. Right. But damn, okay. if you had caught a guy like Justin Fields in that system – what would it look like? Well, it begs the question that do you think Brock Purdy is guy enough in that system to get the 49ers? Because the litmus test to me that you can't regress now that you made this move, you San Francisco. If Brock Purdy played like that, you believe in him. You're saying, hey, if he didn't get injured, that game would have been, a lot, of course, Agreed. a lot closer with yep. the Eagles. So that, that begs the question. Even in that system that is quarterback friendly and can be idiot proof, if you can't play, that system will expose you. I'll throw that question to you, Jay Will. Is Brock Purdy enough in his second year? Is he guy enough in that system to get the 49ers to the Super Bowl? Coming off an injury? No, I don't think so. And, and, and here's, here's why I say no, Freddie, is because, and I'm not saying that Brock Purdy can't get them there, but losing those reps in the offseason I think hurts, number one. Number two, I think when there is a body of work mm-hmm. that gets out on you, like it's like the element of surprise. Like When you're in year one, you're Mr. Irrelevant. A lot of people don't know what's in your arsenal what's in your toolkit, and it, they're seeing it for the first time. It's like, well, damn, he can do that. Damn, he can do that. I, I didn't know he can make those type of moves, make those type, types of passes off yeah. the run. I didn't know he has that in his repertoire. But when you start getting into the deeper bag and people start saying, oh, okay, here's the pros and the cons of Brock Purdy. Right. Here's what we're seeing. He can't do the same way since having that UCL issue. Now, all of a sudden, the pressure becomes different. Like, now all of a sudden that, that that name changes from Mr. Irrelevant to all of a sudden, oh, now he's Mr. Relevant. Right. He's he's Mr. We know what he can do. Right. I'm curious how he handles that in this next iteration of that pressure with the 49ers. Because he's gonna have to handle it because let's go back to that playoff game against the Dallas Cowboys. They won that game, but he didn't play well. No, he did not. And, and granted, his first playoff they game won in spite of him. Yeah, the defense, Dak Prescott not playing well, that conspired. He had to make he made a couple of throws. Kittle made a sensational catch over the middle to kind of bail him out. And then the next week against the Philadelphia Eagles in the NC Championship game, he got injured. So we still don't know what Brock Purdy can do in those situations when everything's not level, when you got to push that boulder uphill and try to figure that out. I know the quarterbacks in the NFC can potentially do that. We still need to see if Brock Purdy can do that and be that guy in that system. I'm just not a guy that believes like And don't get me wrong. I'm not saying I, I could be wrong, and I hope that I am, because I, I want a guy like Brock Purdy to win. Trust sure. and believe. I, Absolutely. I love that David versus Goliath story, right? But at the same time, though, man, it's like I need to see a larger sample size before I'm just going to start jumping on the train and say he's him. Right. Like, I need to see him be him when everybody knows he's him. When the game That's a different type him. of feel. 
Yeah, that's completely fair. Jay Williams, hit him on the X at Real Jay Williams. I'm Freddie Coleman. Hit me on the X at Coleman ESPN. Don't forget the phone number as well, 888-ESPN, 888-729-3776. As two men who are married, we know next to every good man is going to be a great woman. But what happens when that great woman speaks for that man in his position at quarterback when it comes to the Los Angeles Rams? Mm-hmm. That story is next on ESPN Radio, the ESPN app, Sirius XM Channel 80, and ESPN2. Passion, drive, and patience. What brings home the winning trophy is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. From superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more, whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has got you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time or your money back. Because with eBay Motors, you're burning rubber, not cash. With all the parts you need at the prices you want, it's easy to turn your car into the MVP and bring home that win. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Ten seconds on the clock. How many things can you name that are always growing? Your relationships. Your skills. Your customer base. How about businesses on Shopify? (laughs) Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage. Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash network, all lowercase. Go to shopify.com slash network now to grow your business. No matter what stage you're in, shopify.com slash network. This is ESPN Radio. With Jay Williams and Freddie Coleman, appreciate you joining us this morning on ESPN Radio, as well as the ESPN app. Series so XM Channel 80, and don't forget about us on ESPN2 and ESPNU. Matthew Stafford, quarterback of the Los Angeles Rams. His wife, Kelly, has a podcast called The Morning After Podcast. And they've had their struggles. No, not Matthew and Kelly. Those are the Rams, young players, and Matthew, quarterback, what could be his founder in the NFL. And Kelly was not too shy talking about that on her morning after podcast. He said now they get done with practice or get done with meetings during training camp and they go straight to their phones. Like no one looks up from their phone. So Matthew was like, I don't even know how to, like, do I, am I the dad? Do I take the phones? Like, what do I do here? I mean, there, and he's like, I want them to see me as like, not as like a, I don't know. He's like, as the a coach, you know, he feels like they say like, sir to him and, shit. and he's like, no, no, no. We're on the same level here. We're both playing in this league. Like, let me get to know you. But he said, it's so different and so hard to get to know these guys. Oof. So, all right. Um, there's a lot to unpack here. We can get into the name of the show afterwards. Cause I, <laughs> I'm like, that, that, Whoa. Name, that name caught your attention. That call, I was like, uh, what just happened here? Uh huh. Um, <laughs> I mean, these are always challenges. First off, uh, let's address the thought around an athlete's wife putting out to the streets about challenges that happen internally in the locker room. I I hate it. It's such a bad look. Now, she's entitled to her opinion. It's her podcast. It's her platform. But it's almost like, hey, baby, you put me in a really weird bind when you put information that I divulge to you about how difficult it is for me to lead 
the next generation um, when you're just saying that out to people and then it turns into a story that now I need to address mm-hmm. to the locker room when I haven't had a chance to be that initial direct com- conversation with my own teammates first. Okay, Right now my teammates are finding out my challenge is to connect with them through my wife, through another podcast. Now, now other media members are going to ask those same players in the locker room, and now I'm forced to respond. And it makes it seem like the only reason I'm forced to respond to it is because you guys find out from my damn wife, not from me. So that makes them think less of me. I'm like, well, wow, you know, Matt couldn't just talk to us about it. He had to go have pillow talk with his wife, and his wife blasts us on Front Street. And she's not doing it maliciously. No. I just don't think she's thinking about how it's going to affect okay. his ability to lead in the locker room. Mm-hmm. Because the way you lead in the locker room is you meet confrontation head on. You say, hey, boys, offensive team, uh-huh. I'm taking all you down here to San Diego. No phones. Here's how teams are built. When we come into the locker room after practice, never everybody's getting on their phones, going on TikTok, Freddie, going on, you know, Facebook, going on whatever platform it is to see what everybody else is doing. We're going to have team bonding time because we need to know who the hell each other are in order for us to build that right chemistry mm-hmm. to move forward. Okay. So it just I'm not saying it's I'm not saying he can't combat it. I'm right. not saying that he can't play through it. Okay. But man, as a teammate. When pillow talk leads to media talk, and I have to find out about it from your wife through a media member, it makes me look at you differently as a leader. Okay, I'm going to go on the other side of this because they kind of use the the new vernacular when it comes to the youth and the generation of today. There's a way you can communicate with them that gets their attention. Maybe Matthew Stafford tried everything you did and got rebuffed. So maybe, this is just me, I don't have any intel, I don't have any inside information but maybe a way to combat that is say you know honey if i can't get their attention by face to face i know they pay attention to social media i know they pay attention to podcasts because that's their world right now so maybe just maybe he put it out there and kelly so i'm gonna talk about that in the podcast honey i'm not telling you what to do but if you do go right ahead i'm just playing devil's advocate here with that situation Because locker room dynamics have changed so much involving players and social media. Sometimes maybe you got to play that kind of game to get their attention. Because the old school way may not be working for Matthew Stafford in that locker room. And and you can put your head in your hands and cover up your face all you want. But, Jay, will you and I both know in this generation, things change, especially based on social media where coaches have to worry about players paying attention or players getting their feelings hurt on social media. So if they're going to wander into those waters and not pay attention to them, maybe just maybe anything is possible more than ever before with players and dynamics and locker room, and social media. What probability do you put on what you just said? I don't put anything out of probability more than ever before because I've seen how social media has affected relationships in locker rooms. You've seen it too. Don't try to blind your eyes to this. Freddie, come on. That sounds like the most – you're going to make me sound like Stephen A. Smith. I don't want you to sound like that. That is the most acid nine, ludicrous thing. So you're telling me – You know it's acid nine and ludicrous when someone's trying to get your attention and you're looking at your phones not paying attention to the quarterback in your team? That's more acid nine than what I'm saying. You're telling me that is the genius game. 
game plan and it says that Matthew a, Stafford I, came no, up with. Hey, I'm having a hard no, time no, communicating to my teammates. So, hey, honey, if you're going to put it out there in a podcast, maybe that'll get their attention and maybe that'll help me be a better leader with them in the locker room and they'll listen to me. I said devil's advocate because in this day and age, anything can be on the table when you're involving social media and dynamics in the locker room. You know that better than anybody else more than ever before. But there's no way in hell, Freddie. How do you know? You don't know that. We don't know that. Because, Freddie, why would you lead that? Well, if that's the case, then I'm really going to question the way Matthew Stafford leads. That's fine. You can question it. If there's a small probability that Matthew Stafford communicated to his wife on a podcast that nobody knows who the hell the podcast is – have you even heard of the podcast? No, but they know it now so, because so, it got so out there. T- okay. So let's play this out, Freddie. So, oh, I, I need more time. because sure, you can Allie H just gave me the 30-second count in my ear. I'm just going to give you the quick tidbit. Go ahead. Uh, I am a media member. Okay. You are a teammate of Matthew Stafford. Mm-hmm. And I go to you and I say, well, Matthew Stafford's wife said in her podcast, it's really hard for him to connect with you guys. How do you feel about that? You're telling me that's going to make you look at Matthew Stafford like, man, I really need to listen to him now. He's the leader that I've been missing. This is ESPN Radio. More next. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time, there's Granger, offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus. You can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.